sorry. I looked at Tom first thing, and so of course it went that and way. After we were done having sex, no. We Nerd on. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, or post Thanksgiving. Welcome to Nerd on the Podcast. You didn't need, but you deserve where all levels of nerd are welcome, especially those who annoy each other on road trips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like everybody. Uh, yeah, wow. I would say so. <laughs> I feel like uh, I wouldn't be, though. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you for listening. My name is Corey. I am Caitlin. Ollie. I'm Tom. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by our patrons over at Patreon. Patreon. He looked at me. We said it together. Because she's always going to take it from me. Always. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, it's a together thing. It is. If you're new to the show and you like what you hear, then be sure to check out our Patreon page and uh, support the Making a Podcast, where you can also get more bonus episodes there. Yeah, bonus episodes. um, Bonus episodes. There's a Discord (laughs) server. Um, we're, we're trying to mix it up all the time, uh, trying to get, yeah. how can we do more for our patrons? And boy, do we have live more. Moss. Yeah. Live Moss. <laughs> Taco uh, Bell. <laughs> and if you want to find that, go to patreon.com slash nerd on TV. TV. Yep. Yep. Nerd on TV. You nailed it. <laughs> Isn't Twitter the only, no, Twitch is Twitch the only is the thing. Twitch. Everything else is nerd on TV. I know it, it catches all of us. We're still, we're still adjusting months after the fact. Mm-hmm. We're still adjusting. Now all the business is out of the way. What are we talking about core? Oh my gosh, we are talking about my family's uh, favorite Thanksgiving film, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Classic, classic film. John <laughs> Hughes' uh, 1987 film starring Steve Martin and the late, great John Candy. Um, for me, this is this is a staple in my household. Uh, it was shown to me by my dad and grandpa when I was young. Um, but uh, yeah, do we want to get into a, uh, a guess that uh, grandpa, Tom? Yeah, it's uh, you know it's that time since it's something we can rate. So we're going mm-hmm. to guess that grump. If you're out there and you're a fan of our show, feel free to feel free to come up with our little interludes here, so we don't have to do this every time. Feel free to save us from this hell. Feel free to send us your Fiverr account. Oh my god! But so if you're new to the show as well, guess that grump is a segment of the show. If there's something we can rate that's a work of art, like a TV show, book, or comic book that's completed. Uh, we can rate it out of one out of five. So if Josh, who tends to like classics because he is uh, cultured and uh, he loves good things. Uh, if you rate it a five <laughs> and then there's Ali, who, you know, was born inside of a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, um, he he might explains rate, a lot. He might rate it a four point eight, just point two less. But that still makes him the grump of the week. So it's because um, he lives in a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, with that at home. And everything in there is just dirty. Everyone at home, uh, <laughs> write, write down your rating. Um, but here we are. Uh, and as I always uh, explain it, I will let Josh pick first. <laughs> okay. Nice. Who is... Who's going to okay, be the grump? I'm divining, I'm divining the grump, and I think it's Ali. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Let's see, I'm going to use Target. It's fine. I'm actually going to pick Ali, too. Ali is the C in the Scantron, I'm telling you. He is. It's either you or Ali, Tom. Uh, So, like... There's been an episode in the past where Tom said he's the safe bet. If you don't know who's the grump, just vote Tom. Tom, yeah. (laughs) It's true. Ali, yeah. The the DJ qualms and the Dr. Gripes. Uh, I'm going to pick Caitlin. (gasps) Wow. 
Now, is it me? Because I am in a layover in Wichita right now, so I don't know if you could tell, but I am uh, connecting in remotely. Yes. Yeah. So I yeah. can't tell if it's my turn or not. You're in the Quite bathroom, right? So you, Go for it. you can spend yeah. Thanksgiving with us here. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I am going to... I'm going to pick Kaylin. Two on Kaylin, two on Ollie. What? Wow. Uh, I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick... Really? Caitlin, <laughs> really? Ollie just really? gave the most like the girl oh. who likes the movie. Yeah, but also I feel like she doesn't like yeah. a lot of the oldies sometimes. I'm gonna stick with Caitlin. Observations. Huh. Um, huh. Cool. So we have three huh. votes based, on Caitlin. Not really based on anything. Two votes on Ollie and no votes on Josh, Tom, and Corey. So all we, right, we will uh, release our ratings at the end. Challenge of accepted. No, just kidding. Um, but with that, everyone at home, make sure to figure out or put out who you think is going to be the grump and then let us know on the comments or rating below. This is 30 years later, yes. so there will be spoilers, but <laughs> it's 30 years. So mm-hmm. 31 might, some might say yeah, some might the say spoilers that. are so old. It's older than me. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Okay. That's fair. So, uh, Corey, would you like to give a brief synopsis? Yeah, in fact, I'm going to try to give this a, a very brief synopsis. Um, so oh. our main, our, our our two main characters are are Neil Page and uh, Del Griffith. The movie starts on Neil Page, who is this businessman who kind of has this cookie cutter life where everything's kind of planned to a T. He's a businessman, uh, and his whole mo is just to get home from this business trip in New York uh, to get home to Chicago to his wife and lovely kids uh, uh, from New York to Chicago. Played by uh, Steve Martin. Yeah, uh, things go awry, and his uh, flight is uh, rerouted to Wichita, Kansas, uh, where he meets this guy named Del Griffith, who early in the film stole his cab, starting the kind of uh, snowball effects of this film, I would call it. Mm-hmm. And the film kind of is what we would call not a buddy road trip, but kind of in that sense, comedy, mm-hmm. uh, written by John Hughes. And they kind of just get into one thing after another where Neil Page, Steve Martin's character, kind of falls apart and hates it, and Del Griffith kind of rolls with the punches and tries to keep this positive attitude through everything and doesn't really see anything as a negative. Um, And through this, they hate each other and learn to become friends through all of it. Uh, And there's a really wonderful line that Neil Page says where he goes, you know, I got here safe, uh, but wiser. So, uh, I mean, if I were to sum it up, that's kind of it. They eventually all get home and you find out uh, John Candy, who's talked about his perfect life and how happy he is, you find out that he's actually uh, a widower of eight years. And Neil, who thought, uh, you know, this guy was just giving him crap and kind of, uh, you know, kind of played everything better than it should be, was really hurting on the inside. So he invites him over for uh, Thanksgiving and they become what I would assume lifelong friends. Yeah. Um, How's that for a brief synopsis? Very good. good. You did real good. One filler that I always like Ollie uses is, and then hilarity ensues. And hilarity ensues. <laughs> there it is. Um, so a little bit of information written, produced, and directed by John Hughes, a.k.a. Yeah. Edmund Dantes. Does anyone know about that? I did not know about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I know who Edmund Dantes is. Yeah, because you love fucking Count of Monte Cristo. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's his name that he used on screenplays that he didn't want to be part of. Interesting. Um, but he didn't use it on this. But he used it yeah. on like... Other films, I think, like Mr. Mom or some shit. Or, like, Lampoon Vacation. But, like, uh, so, John Hughes, for all those who are uninitiated, he did films such as cult classics, but also classics now that you can watch all on Netflix. Uh, Breakfast Club, Sixteen Pretty Candles. Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. Ferris Bueller's Days Off. Uncle Buck. Mm. Right? And he, uh, Home Alone. And Home Alone. He wrote Home Alone. Uh, he wrote Beethoven, Flubber, 
101 Dalmatians. Oh, flubber. Weird Science. Breakfast Club. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Mr. Mom. And yeah. So. Which is wow. kind of fascinating because I've literally seen every single one of those movies. Oh, wow. Except wow. for. Flubber. Except for Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> okay. like, Until this recently. Was it. Yeah. I, yeah. This was the final stone on the Infinity it. Gauntlet. Yeah. I had to see it for the first time. And wow. Huge Gauntlet. I'm not like that at all. There's so this film movies. is actually based off a real experience John Hughes had where he was delayed for rerouted from. Uh, New York to Chicago flight to Wichita, Kansas, and it took him five days to get home, uh, inspiring the plot of this film. Yeah. Um, and Steve Martin, uh, for those who are uninitiated, I think he has like, oh, you may not know where him. he's from for those who are younger audiences, but like you just know his face. Steve Martin. If you don't know Steve yes. Martin, you are an uncultured swine. You are. Well, I feel like the young generation will know him from Pink Panther and Cheaper by the Dozen. But <sighs> go to YouTube. O- but the OGs will know him from Three Amigos and Type Father in. the Bride. Type in or Steve the Martin SNL. The jerk. Yes, the jerk. And thank me later. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Will do. Um, oh my God. The three amigos. Yes. Oh God. Um, chip, 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 chip. Nutty. Anyway. Uh, John Candy, who's- uh, <laughs> Party, 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 yeah. party. Anyway. Uh, John Candy, who's best known from Spaceballs, Home Alone, Uncle Buck, Splash, and Cool Runnings. Oh, cool runnings. Cool runnings. Uh, music by Ira Newborn, who uh, did the score for Sixteen Candles, Mall Rats. Uncle Buck, mm. Ace Ventura, uh, The Naked Gun, two and a half. And distributed oh, by Paramount. Uh, released November 25th, 1987. Runtime, 92 minutes. They were to tell this story that sits at a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes in 92 minutes. Isn't Do you that know what the original runtime was, Tom? No. Three hours and 45 minutes. It was a lot. And they cut it down to 92? Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Is that shot the, footage? Th- the three and a half hour cut exists somewhere in the uh, vault. Oh, we need it, that. It's it's not cut though. He said it it would take like months or years to. There's we'll two stories. There is the John Hughes ones that says it's not cut, and then there's the editor's version where it's cut and it's somewhere. Oh, we have. I'm gonna go with the editor on that one because he did it. That's fair. We That's can just fair. make a GoFundMe. Nerd Force engage. Um, fight it for us. Shot for at the time in 1987. 30 million, which is probably a little different than what it is now. Um, box office, 49.5 million. So, needless to say, it was a Good success. For the time. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, it's kind of amazing with $30 million budget. I mean, there are some things that I'm not going to call them extravagant, but special things that they did for this movie. Like, mm-hmm. um, I read, though I've read two different things now, they rebuilt Steve Martin's house. So, it was a full house that they built oh, for the wow. movie. Yeah. But they also built a section of train track. Mm-hmm. They built like a train terminal because yeah, like, hey, no, uh, yeah. no no company wanted to be like yeah. no associated associated for that, and so they had uh, to build for trains. And yeah. I, I mean, thirty million is pretty like uh, modest for like a big budget movie for like w- worldwide distribution. Yeah, but like I've worked on you know I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I worked on like half but you are. No, ha- I worked on like <laughs> half million Jesus half million dollar productions. Yeah, and I've seen them build like houses. Yeah, and I'm like wow okay, and like the thing is like. You know, they build train tracks, they build like train stations. It's not fully so, operated. So nowadays, like, with inflation, let's see what that would be. So, I mean, mm. like, it, there, there's a lot of cool things you can do just with really crafty people. I mean, mm-hmm. if anything, kind of like speaking to your point is like the team that worked on it definitely were masters of their craft of like building yeah. a train station, building a house like under 30 million. Yeah. But it was probably like something like maybe they wouldn't have done that for like a comedy or like yeah. a John comedy because like yeah. Breakfast Club. I'm sure that was just a, a location. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's really crazy. Um, so initial reactions. Yeah. Where are we starting? Yeah. I'll start. I don't mind. Um, 
I mean, this is one of those things when one of those movies that when Corey mentioned it, it was like, oh, yeah. I mean, for me, I grew mm-hmm. up on the era of Steve Martin, John Candy. These these people are legends to me. Mm-hmm. And same I mean, somebody that like when John Candy died, I actually felt heartbroken. Like I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, so this movie, it is it's on the it's on the Josh's childhood library where it's like, OK, this is it. it is that. They don't do comedy like this anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's slapstick. It's silly. It's kooky, and I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. And so it it is those those cutaways or those like they're fucking melted to the dry. It's the <laughs> what when Bonnie and I were watching it, she was like, "Really?" And I was like, "Suspension of disbelief." Shh, shh, move forward. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're like, is it the fucking devil thing and the the devil thing, or their the their hands are stuck to the, to the, well, the steering wheel the, being bent? I love those. Or the car even still work. Anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, but the radio works fine. I'll tell you what, <laughs> crystal clear, crystal clear. Um, but anyway, I mean, I love the movie. I but this was when I was a kid. So I mean, even watching it again, I was like, okay, yeah, this still holds up for me. Yeah. So. For me, and it's like I'm scratching my head as to how I didn't come across this movie before because it's like it's totally up my wheelhouse for, um, for like Steve Martin type comedies, like huge fan of like Sergeant Bilko, things like that. Um, I had a really good, but I, I wasn't super familiar with John Candy, like I kind of remember him a little bit from cool. Home Alone, but I don't, I don't feel that as like a major role or not major enough for me to know that he's like a big actor or whatever. So, I, so unfortunately, Josh, I did not. I'm not super cultured with John Candy, but it's fine. You've involved. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but I really liked him in this and I had a really good time with this movie and it was really funny and I had a good time watching it. I had a good time watching it. And I had a sensible chuckle. Uh, Corey. I had a few. A sensible wow. but level-headed chuckle. Several. Corey. Uh, me? Yeah, Corey, you kind of went a little bit about yours about the family thing, but you know, what's your first time like? Uh, it was with my dad and grandpa. And at this point, uh, take that I out of context, say, please. I did. I did. <laughs> oh Kaylin, you know, he's only talking about uh, something really personal to himself. That's fine. I'm sorry. I looked at Tom first thing. And so of course it went that and way. After we were done having sex. No. Watched, so- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Some call it ancestral. I call it ancestral. Uh, oh. no. And we watched Lineage. You know, planes, trains, and automobiles. Um, <laughs> No, and it, I was probably the first time I saw this film, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. I was probably around uh, seven or eight, um, wow. just because you know it. It's one of those films that, except for one scene, would have gotten a PG rating. Mm. And my family was like, "Whatever, it's words." They, what, you know, whatever. Did they like choose the movie, or is it something that yeah. was just on TV? No, it was like my dad and grandpa were like, "This is the film we're going to show you because it's one of our favorites." Okay. So, uh, and then it just became a tradition from there. But I remember uh, at this point I had seen uh, Cool Runnings, and I had you know so I was familiar with John Candy and stuff like that. And so I I loved it from start to finish. I'm sure at seven there were some things that I didn't get that I have later on. But since I've watched it every year, it's kind of all blended together, mm-hmm. and it's just become a very big piece of my Thanksgiving uh, tradition. Hmm. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, and I I I love it. My first impression when this started was, oh no, this is all slapstick. I thought this went like. Did you think it was a drama? No, I knew I knew it was a comedy, um, I but I actually thought it was a different movie entirely. What did uh, you like, think it was? Uh, a documentary about was, the no, automobile industry. It was, <laughs> it was a different movie, like an actual different, different movie it was that an you were actual like. Actual different movie 
that that oh, it was like in a plane. Don't call me Shirley. Airplane? Oh, yeah, airplane. I thought it was airplane. I thought it was airplane. <laughs> I thought Josh, it was airplane. Josh is about Fun to fact. throw his chair the out the window. Time. Fun fact. I thought it was airplane. That's the plane same plane. Used, yeah, the plane used in the model uh, when it's the the shot of the plane in the sky is the same plane from so airplane. So we're just going to pretend that's why. Yeah, that's actually, <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure why. Which, yeah. Well, no, to be fair, is all slapstick as well. So I don't know yes. what you were expecting. I, no, it, it's, it's nothing like that. It was um, when, it's a shared it, universe. when it took the... No, when it took the no. buddy buddy route where it was like, oh, a lot of really tiny, annoying things are going to happen. Mm. That's when I was like, oh, no. But as it went on, I was I, I kind of felt like, oh, what's his name? Dean, uh, not John Del. Neil. Neil. Wow. Neil Page. Neil. Uh, I kind Steve of Martin. I kind of softened up to how things were happening as Neil did. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I. I I I liked the movie. So the, mm-hmm. the <laughs> filmmakers did what they were supposed. They to. did what they were supposed yep. to do. It, have, it landed. I have a question. Yes. Um, what's wrong with you? Why? <laughs> no. Um, why did you say "oh no"? No, I'm just curious. Like what you meant by that? Like oh, like oh no, the the I, hilarity so that is I going to idea. ensue. No, I have an idea. What? If you could allow me to guess, and that I. Like I kind of felt that throughout this movie a little bit was like when those annoying things happened, mm-hmm. they also annoy me as a person. Yes. So I don't want to, okay. I don't want to experience sense. them either. So I, I have a thing with like cringe. So cringe humor right. is like so really, like spitting on your hand and really <laughs> painful for me. Okay. Like there, there was a Mr. Bean, Johnny English. Yeah. I really wanted to go see it because Another I really liked Mr. Craft. Bean in the, in the theater with my mom and she can attest to this. I shoved my head all the way down and had to plug my ears because I could not watch the movie because it was so cringy. I couldn't do it. Okay. I couldn't watch the movie. I couldn't watch the movie. (laughs) (laughs) So I completely get it. So when these, these little, like they were funny, but I was totally in Neil's mind of like, if this was happening to me right now, this would be the worst thing ever. Yeah. So that's where the, Oh no came from. But, but it kind of melted away when it was just like, this is my life now. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it became funny. Okay. But it wasn't initially. Um, so the first time I actually ever watched this, and I told Caitlin this on the way here in a car that I drive. Um, Automobiles. Yes. Uh, I watched, I, I literally watched the part <laughs> where John Candy uh, sees Neil's wife. So I saw the very end of the oh, movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, nice. First time I saw it, because it was like on TV. Okay. You know, when you're like channel surfing and you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. it's Jack Hay. Oh, it's over. You get it way out of con- context. Like, God damn it. And so, like, um, watching it later on, like, I think, I don't know what it was, but like Disney Channel was really kind of what got me to John Candy was Cool Runnings and Uncle yeah. Buck. Yeah. Cool late, Runnings. Late night uh, movies is that kind of stuff uh, for me with Disney Channel. And then later on, like, I don't know where I watched it. I think my parents once had a VHS and I think I kind of attest to like Josh is like, this is the one of the movies that, you know, like every kind of like American household had like a VHS of and it's like it should be part of their their, their collection. Uh, so I, when I watched it, I I didn't get it as much as I think I should have because I was a little younger then because I was like a teen. And it was like when, you know, as a teenager, you have a lot of time on your hands. Uh but now watching it, rewatching it as an adult, it's like a lot of the really good things that really hit you. But even as a teen, it wasn't lost on me about like how like it kind of captured the the era that was in and yep. like how warm you're supposed to feel about it afterwards. Yeah. 
So it's all these silly things. And then it's like the, Oh yeah. I mean like it, to me, the, these are, you know, the, the buildings of like good drama. Yeah. Is, uh, it doesn't have to be like dramatic the entire time. It doesn't have to be funny the entire time, but it can play to those parts of like, there has, there's a heart to the film. Yeah. Like Steve Martin really does want to go home to see his family. Yeah. And he just really doesn't like this guy. And it's like, he's not a misanthrope or anything like that. He's just like, I don't care for anybody. Like, I don't, I don't care for this dude. I just want to see my family. Yeah. And he like, you know, he has a good family at home waiting for him. Yeah. And, you know, uh, John Candy's character is just like, he's not a terrible guy either, but it's just like these two people are like oil and water. Yeah. Well, I mean, this, these, I would say like 80s, 90s, I don't feel like it's as prevalent and as slap you in the face as it was in this era is that lessons are like slap. You are slapped in the face with the lessons. Yeah. They're, they're what you're supposed to be learning from the film. The, the film's theme, so to speak is kind of presented to you. The Um, massage. Yeah. The massage. And I would say like uh, kind of what you're saying is like, you don't see a lot of comedies like this anymore. Like a lot of comedies now, I think, you know, really use dialogue as a crutch. Um, They utilize that so they can kind of like be, you know, just have banter back and forth and they kind of just like, you know, go back to a degree. There is a change happening with movies like game night and tag Mm -hmm. that are getting a little back into the, uh, let's use the entire human body for jokes as well. Um, and I'm glad, but I do agree with that a hundred percent, like 90% of the comedies right now are improvised dialogue. And I'm not saying that's like a terrible thing. It's just that you don't see the the slapstick Mm -hmm. body stuff anymore. Yeah. Like, but I think it's terrible. Jim Jim Carrey was one of like the last, like one of the last, like all of his movies are essentially like, slapsticky and his body's an instrument yeah, yeah exactly yeah and i mean it's a there's a craft to it there's a mastery to it you know um like it, it it's a whole body performance and so it it's something that we're starting to see come back like Corey said so it's kind of cool and like i think that's what is with comedy it's like we'll see phases of it and so it's kind of nice to kind of get like this modernized version of it now yeah so i yeah. mean it, I, what it makes me think of is um it really is related to theater I really do think. And like, if you go back, the movies kind of, they started with the theater, like that's what they had. And as we move farther and farther, they have kind of taken their own paths. And so movies can explore a little bit more like, you know, slapstick used to be what comedy was. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what it was. Yes. That you had, you had great writers that could like Neil Simon who could write great dialogue. But even if you take Mm -hmm. the odd couple, there's still a physical aspect to it. And so to show it because the person in the back of the room needs to see what's funny about this scene, not just hear it. Yes. And Mm. so with this, it's a tightrope walk. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so as we move farther, like we're still in the eighties. And so we're moving farther away from the theater stuff. I mean, I think of Mel Brooks. I think of movies. You're talking like like almost vaudevillian stuff. We're moving away from. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Vaudevillian. And so like, like, um, Caitlin, you you had a question when I was like, oh, Naked Gun. Like the Naked Gun movies are on par with like Airplane where mm. it's just. It's, all, it's a lot of sight gags. Sight gags, slapstick, like. Wordplay. What is funny might not necessarily be what's right in front of your face. Mm. It might actually be what's behind the action that is going on. So like an airplane, like a nun is doing something silly. In this one, the guy is saying. um, this flight has been canceled and on the sign it says nowhere. Mm. You may not notice that, but that it's what's going on behind. <laughs> oh yeah, the destination that, is yeah. nowhere. Um, yeah. 
So it's like this kind of comedy for me is like it warms my heart because I just love seeing like it's so silly. Like his hands, like when they're going through that accident through the fucking dashboard, they're in the dashboard and they're like peeling them off or like the steering wheel is bent in half. Yeah. He gets kicked in the nuts and he's like for the rest of the scene, he's like, yeah, (laughs) it sounds like you kind of bring us into our first part, which is favorite Favorite parts. parts. Um, Oh, yeah. Do you want to continue with that some more? Uh, I mean, it's please do, Josh. Okay. Um, and we can kind of like fine, back, I guess we'll talk about too. my favorite thing. Um, you've heard of six degrees of Kevin Bacon. I'm yeah. starting 60 seconds of Kevin Bacon. No, seriously, I, seriously. I, I just thought that was so funny. That it was, was just like, oh, it's, it's Kevin Bacon. I totally forgot about this. Um, so I had like a weird thing because like I'm going through my Netflix fucking library of like the list that keeps growing. Yeah. Of like watch later. And I fucking watched Animal House again. Okay. And fucking he's in there in the first fucking yeah. like scene. I was like, oh, my God, Kevin Bacon is in everything. But they were what was so funny is that some people were thinking that um, the movie She's Having My Baby and this movie are in the same universe mm. because he looks the same. He kind of acts the same. But later on, the wife is watching She's Having My Baby. Anyway, um, which is strange because didn't it come out after which movie? She's this Having one? My Baby. Probably. But they're saying that it's kind of in the same yeah, I just think it's funny she's watching it on TV and it hadn't come out yeah. yet. Um, I like any of the kind of the silly things. Okay, so like when he's noticing who Dell is and they flash to like the... Yes! The, 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 the fucking just the car door. Yeah. The reaction. Yeah. Because um, it's not it's the same the shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, in, it's yeah. in the airport. I'm like, wow. It's can, him piecing it together. Yeah. So good. Um, we could go around the go around the rooms. Caitlin, okay, favorite part? My favorite part is something so small but it's it's in the when they're in the motel the briar mm-hmm. briar wood whatever there's a hotel briarwood in the first one okay um and they're staying <laughs> in that like sex motel with the vibrating bed yeah and when they when they lay down to sleep and everything on either side of that painting are oh, two the hands? dirty handprints. <laughs> yep. And it was just like you already know how uncomfortable they both are about the yeah. whole situation. And that Plus he spilt beer in the bed. He spilt beer in the bed, which and he left I, sopping towels all over the bathroom. And, which oh my god, having to watch his foot touch that, one, that, that towel. Fully soaked towel. Fully yeah. soaked Wet, like the moist water. towel. Oh, Watching mm, that was painful, but the attention to detail to like peak all of those nerves was probably my favorite part because that's what sold it for me to just be like, ah, this really is the worst. So I feel like you're like the the gif of like the kid who presses all the buttons. Like these are all the bad buttons. (laughs) Presses all them. Yeah, yeah. It it got you pressed every single one, and you know what? Nailed it. Good job. Uh, Corpow? Oh, man. Uh, well, I think the whole it's kind of cliche. No. <laughs> yes. Um, no, it's kind of cliche, but John Candy's speech uh, at the first time at that same motel when, when like uh, Steve Martin kind of unloads on him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I like me. And the, um, there's something that I've loved about John Candy, and there's a lot of other comedians who have this sort of uh, tragicness to them. Uh, that's kind of hidden underneath, and a lot of I know a lot of comedians have it, but John Candy has a wonderful way of accessing it, and he does it in a few other movies of his as well. He has this speech in Cool Runnings as well uh, when he's talking to the commission for disqualifying the Jamaican team, yep. Don't and he spoil just it for me. hits this. Well, too that's bad. your fault. <laughs> that's um, Twenty years later, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> Twenty five years. So, but like 
that speech to me hits hits me in the gut every time. And John Candy, and I think it's the reason you forgive him throughout the film is he does have this underlying, and I, he did in real life, of course, as, as well. But uh, just this this beautiful, tragic sensitiveness to him, and that mm. that scene is probably my favorite uh, of the whole film. Um, but then you have, you know, I loved the when they're gonna. He's like, oh, this guy wants to race. Like, yeah, he goes, you're going the wrong way. Well, how does he know where we're going? Uh, yeah, how does he know where we're going? <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought that seemed to me cracked me up. And when they're both, the car blows up and they're both just laughing together. Killing joke style. The slow realization. Yeah. Like, they just, they look back each of them and yeah. like, oh. Yeah. That was the um, final straw. <laughs> but uh, my my absolute second favorite scene besides that speech is when they get pulled over by Michael McKeon, I think is his name, yeah. the actor. And uh, him just playing the friendly driver, like, do you feel like this vehicle is fit? Oh, yeah. Well, none of the buttons work. No. Uh, you don't have seatbelt. No. The speedometers the gauges don't work. work. Yeah. No. But the radio works, funny enough. <laughs> and uh, it's crystal clear, you know. Uh, that scene to me cracks me up every time because he's just overly friendly and confident in the vehicle that is clearly charred to a crisp. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. it's That it's, was... That was one of my favorite as well, but more uh, like towards the end of that where he's like getting a cop to come down so he can like whisper to him or whatever that like, yeah, my pal's not going to be able to like get home yeah, in time for Thanksgiving, over. cut to the courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, and that was, Steve Martin gives that like pitiful, like, yeah, it's me. I'm, I want to get home. And yeah. Then you just see it being towed in front of the courthouse. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to add a little bit about what you're talking about with John Candy and his performance, like the, that sense of like deepness or depth he has, like it does come out like an uncle buck too. Yeah. And it's not even the fact yeah. that he's a tragic character, but he can go to that level in di- different ways. Yeah. And so it's, it's like, he was a good actor, yeah. not just a comedian. And it's something yeah. that like, again, I, I, when we're harping on the same thing, but it's like, you, you, we do miss that out of like some of the modern comedies nowadays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where like, everyone's just kind of like, as Caitlin would say, trying kind of too a- hard. are just assholes to each other. And yeah. whoever could be the better asshole to each other wins. Yeah. Everybody's it's, trying to be the funniest person on the planet. Or this one's here. It's more like, whoever is the most genuine actually wins. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Any, anymore, there's just a lot of one-upsmanship. And yeah. in this, they're, they weren't trying to like, one-up each other. They were more like, all right, Let's get real then. Yeah. John Candy and Steve Martin have both separately said this was their favorite film of their own. Wow. That's awesome. I also thought that was cool. Being um, like him getting to the rental, being dropped off the rental lot. That car there. And the car not being here, but then him like coming up to the desk with with, like his tie around his like head and like all all the F bombs. Yeah, the 16 F bombs. And her response is beautiful. Yeah. I don't care for your tone. You're fucked. Oh, yeah. It's like, damn. There's also another bit I love. So, you know how he gets the room for the $17 and 36 cents or whatever it is, and he walks out, and John Candy's like, I have $2 and a uh, a Casio. A Casio. He does this wonderful thing where he like rolls it across <laughs> his arm it. and yeah. like across his hand a couple yeah. times. Yeah. And he like salesman. peeks his eyebrows. I love it. Oh, that was cool. Him like uh, selling the the, the, the shower rings, the shower rings, yeah. shower curl, uh, rings. They're yeah. feeling they have a helium. quick hundred dollars, <laughs> so they're lighter. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, filled with helium, so they're so lighter. they're lighter. This make you look older. All like, of them give money. Like eighteen. <laughs> uh, any other favorite parts, Ollie? Oh man, there's a bunch. Um, While you, w- uh, yeah, you go. Um, I have two. Okay. One is the very end. Fucking. Paul Young. Every oh, time yeah. you go away. That song, that song mm. just 
gets me in a way, make me feel some type of ways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that song hits. Like crying in the corner. Like crying in the corner. We all got a text from Tom that just said, Dat Paul Young, though. That song, and it's a cover, but I'm like, you hear that doom, 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 doom. It's like, <laughs> why is Tom fetal in the corner? I don't know why, but I have so, to cry right now. Here's the thing. And, and I said this. I said, <laughs> here's like, the thing. I'm right there with you. And like to accentuate that, I, I said this off off air, but uh, I I that figured out me. the I figured out the twist. Well, that I knew a long yeah. time ago, yeah. but I figured out the twist of this movie or whatever. The fact that his mm-hmm. wife is dead, I knew it like almost immediately. Like probably within they give you clues way early, really. Yeah. But uh, but I was like, I not only like guessed it, but I was like hundred percent certain of it, of it that it was that that was the case to the point where like the scene of him in the car out in the snow when you still haven't like, you don't know for sure, but he's kind of like, uh, like talking kind of to himself, talking to himself, like, to his his wife. Again, messed it up. like that was like, that got me. See? That solidified it. I was it? like, uh, nope. The well, first oh my, I was already solidified. So that, oh, so, I so just having saying. that information going the, into that scene, that I was touched like, him inside. Uh, punch. yeah, I thought the story was actually going to go a completely different way. Um, he was going to be a ghost. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> it's then not that Steve kind Martin. of holiday story. I no, I, I thought that like all of Dale the... died 40 years ago. <laughs> oh, God. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Neil died 40 years ago. Oh. Let... He's in the suitcase. Night... Nightmare before Thanksgiving. <laughs> and, and Neil Page is a serial killer and he's had him in the suitcase the whole time and it's his guilt haunting him all the way home. Yep. Oh, my God. There are so many options for this story and none of them are the one that I thought it was. And there's five decapitated <laughs> heads in the duffel bag. A yeah. single one. Oh! Anywho, I thought that this was going to be... Him saying that he hasn't been home in years and that kind of thing was that he and his wife were fighting and it was all these little trivial things that don't really matter. Mm-hmm. And then that, that was going to mimic the their journey from from where they were to mm. going home. And that's how you're supposed gonna, to think that. Yeah. I, I, then I fell into the trap. Then the filmmaker did what he was. The, big, the first clue you get is John Candy is talking. Is You know what I always say is family first. But then when the flight is delayed, the first thing he does is call the motel. Yep. So mm-hmm. it's like supposed to be the first hint. You called your like, family. I called the motel in. See, but yep. that just makes me think that they were fighting or something. Oh, no. A hundred percent. You're supposed to like that. You, you did right. Good. So my, uh, I mean, I think that he's dead. <laughs> he's in the suitcase. Anyway, so my second favorite part and my last favorite part is uh, in the fucking car and they're on the and they're going the wrong way and oh. it's the insanity. But it's it's the cut of oh yeah the skeleton the that skeleton. reminded me of Home Alone and the devil and then the devil and then him <laughs> looking and laughing. laughing. I was like, this is the greatest like <laughs> me like the greatest uh, uh, coolest shot effect I've ever Say seen. It. Like one shot. He's also. Mizan-san is in one frame. The coolest shot. No, I know. You just almost said it, and I wanted yeah, to hear it. Almost, almost. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's best fucking uh, montage shot of like these. I've always things. wanted to make a movie like this. That actually like, just silly. took me out of it a little bit. I loved Hilariously it. Hilariously enough. Of, of course, it took me out of it, but I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, okay, that's great. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like, yeah. you do kind of forget about it. death experience. Ever. But it's also like, what this movie, the thing I love about this movie, I think it's, uh, a, it's like a good, it's a good journey film. It's like Shrek, where like... He, Characters trying to go to A to B, or I guess Shrek is like this because it's trying to go A to B. And in order to get to A to B, C, D, E, F, G gets involved. 
Mm-hmm. And now it's just one thing to another thing to another thing to another thing. And then you keep pushing away the one person that's actually helping you get to that point. So that creates the drama and it creates the complication of the character's understanding of the world. Mm. And so you give the character exactly what the character needs via the way that they don't want it. And so yeah. like that's why like it's like to me, I'm you know, we I, when I watch this movie, you know, like after a long time, not like marathon it like oh what you get what you get but if you watch a long time you're like i'm just so ready for more shit to happen to him like i yeah. I, I just want this fucking trip to be a month long you know like <laughs> i want the three hour cut of like yeah. all the bullshit that happens i, I mean the the irony of it all is that if he would have just stayed at the original airport he would have gotten home sooner yep yep because they said there there was like a thing on the news that was like okay gonna, traffic is yeah. clearing up and yeah. all this kind of stuff because she, she was falling asleep to the news mm-hmm. and it's like all he had to do was just stay there there's one other part I really want to mention, and it's a small thing, but it cracks me up every time. And it's just like an instant karma moment, which happens a lot to Steve Martin in this moment, in this yeah, movie. Yes, a lot. Uh, after the flame, uh, the car flame, hot flame on the side of my face, yes. uh, it burns, and uh, he finds out that Dell had put his credit card oh, and his wallet. on it. And he punches him in the gut and immediately turns around and trips over the briefcase. <laughs> Will get me every. It's such a Three Stooges moment, but yep. it'll get me every time. I had to pause it because I laughed too hard today. Wow. <laughs> I almost even died. Now. Yeah. I almost this died. is my third time watching it in, in the last couple of weeks. So like even then I had wow. to pause it. Wow. So well, this you could have killed me with that gut punch. <laughs> That's how Houdini died, you know. <laughs> I'm going to flip this on its on its head. Normally we do favorite characters. So we all know. But there's are. two characters. So I'm gonna do favorite side John character. John Candy. I was going to say favorite side character. And I just wanted to throw it in. Okay. You got it in there. So favorite side character. I'm not That's going a great first. question. On our, on this. the little nice scripty script I wrote out. There are a lot. We, we do have some. Little. Um, I mean, for me, it's, it's a hundred percent. Her name's not on here, but the car rent from Ferris Bueller's day off. Mm-hmm. She said that she still gets people who approach her in the street and ask her to say you're fucked. So, uh, wow, defining role. She's she's my favorite side character for sure. Because uh, the cool thing that I saw with all these side characters is like every single one of them went to go have careers. And yeah. So it's kind of like really cool to kind of like see this like little oh this is like earlier yeah. work that they've done. It's like everyone is in something and they're all kind of known for like yeah. roles that are kind of based around these kind of characters. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Oh. I know. Well, who she my had favorite. done Ferris Bueller before yeah. this. Yeah. So it was kind of like a f- Howard uh, Howard Hughes, Jesus Christ, uh, <laughs> John, a John Hughes. Hughes friend kind of thing. And uh, but like the fact that he goes on off this rant, and she just calmly goes, "Well, then where's your rental agreement? I threw it away." Oh. 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 I just love that. And apparently, there's a little bit of like uh, the first one or two takes she did it, how it was written in the script, like before he walks up. You know how she's on the phone. And uh, apparently John Hughes just was like, hey, do you mind just improvising? And she improvised all her lines until he comes up. And the finger up was her her uh, nice. improvisation. And she was like, he came up to her, he's like, how did you come up with that? And she was like, oh, I just based it on my life. And he went, yeah, I get it. <laughs> so that was, anyway, That's an, I'm done. Uh, my favorite side character was Gus's nephew, the truck driver, his wife. Uh, girlfriend, whatever it was, who carries the who can carry luggage really. <laughs> who Baby like came out sideways? And she didn't scream. <laughs> she doesn't say anything. She doesn't even get to do anything. Like just the way that she comes out of the truck, you're like, oh, she's gonna fuck up something. She's gonna fuck up a bitch right now. Yeah. Like 
That line catches me by surprise every time, too, about the baby. When he's like, her baby came out sideways, not one scream. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like you you feel like she's some kind of eldritch horror that's just waiting to be unleashed. That so I she was great. She didn't even do anything, and I loved her. Uh, I like that. Good choice, Caitlin. I think mine is um, mine is also the uh, rental car agreement lady. Oh, she was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, just because of yeah, all the things that you said. <laughs> because <laughs> like you're holding up the finger, <laughs> things that, that like you that, said. That you said a lot of words. Uh, they were good, you know, but it's like I feel like it's like it's probably like the earliest version of that of that kind of character where it's like like she has more important things to do than to help the customers in front of her or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like she's on a personal call. Uh, but then yeah, her interaction with with him was. Pretty great. Amazing. Her name is Edie McClurg, by the way. Edie McClurg. Edie McClurg. Uh, I think I like Owen. So Gus's nephew, the guy who drives it. Because like I, I again, Ooh, I, I rewatched this and I was faces. like, holy fuck, it's Kurt Connors from Spider Man. Every time he went, <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh my <sighs> god, it's so good. And I was just like, that's a cool thing. Like, I don't know. There, there's a lot of like cool characters that they meet along the way. Well, you have Martin Ferrero, who's the yeah, uh, lawyer from Jurassic say, Park. That's my, he was my favorite. Just oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, no, no, no. He just, um, his reactions to him, like, no, I, I don't own the place. Like, yeah. <laughs> we can't do that. Um, no, I, I love the, the Martin Ferrero. Um, ben Stein. She, ben Stein. I mean, shout out to him. But fucking, there's this guy when they're sitting on this bench, this like old man that's sleeping and he has two mice. <laughs> Oh, that have chewed out the side. Chewed out of this box. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you just watch it and you're like, you're watching. You're like, oh man, that really sucks. And you're like, oh, that old, that old man. There are two mice sitting on his knee. And not just only chilling there. They, they chewed out the back of the box and uh-huh. are like actively crawling on his leg. Mm-hmm. But then start, anywhere. they start to go back in by yeah. the end of it. And you're just like, does he know? Are they trained? Of course they're trained. <laughs> He's probably the Wrangler. <laughs> but like also the fucking car guy at the airport terminal who grabs Steve Martin by the nuts. Oh. I'm like, oh, Jesus, yeah. what an asshole. But also and what I'm a badass. I'm not leaving until you get this, help this man up. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, awesome. And Kevin Bacon. Shout out to Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. I love Kevin, Kevin Bacon. It's, uh, Kevin Bacon. Oh, one more favorite scene. Love Bacon. Bacanahue. Why'd you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two Between pillows. Two pillows. Two pillows. <laughs> That's not two pillows. Oh, <laughs> the, oh, the Bears game. Oh, yeah, I think they, they can go all the way. And immediately trying to, try to go macho. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that. Why'd you kiss my ear? It's just the best. That, <laughs> it, it threw me off, off guard earlier because uh, Tom was telling me in the car that this is... I, I play the fifth. Uh, well, he said it, so he was like, yeah, this is one of the manliest movies oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I've ever seen. Uh, and that was like a, apparently ranked just under Predator. So this is a pretty manly movie, guys. Because wow. there's, there's, there's hardly a lot of like romantic interest like that happens. Like oh, it's already established. And so you only really have these two characters. And it's like their voyages through the fucking United States. Yeah. And it's like, it's a fucking okay. manly ass movie. I also like the... Um just the, just him like using the little tiny towel oh to like start God. to dry yeah. himself off, cloth. and he goes oh. try to like dry his oh. back with it. Like I thought that's that was literally awesome. happened to me way too many it's times. <laughs> it's so upsetting. It's oh. like this is movie it just he is went second. Yeah, because he had already like yeah. messed up yeah. the whole bathroom. That's why the sink had so much crap on it. It's, got his socks oh, in there. it's awesome because the way they shoot the towel rack first, it looks like a normal size towel. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
And then when he picks it up and it's smaller than his face, you're just like, this is great. Well, you this think is it's a, amazing. You think it's a face towel, so you're like, oh, it's kind of bad. Then you realize it's a hand towel, you're like, oh, it's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I, it just, it reminds me a lot of those buddy road trips. Like, I don't know if you guys are fans of Tommy Boy, but oh my. that's another what one of my favorites. What did you do? Yeah. <laughs> Richard. Uh, so anyway. Let's see it. It was funny. I was I was rewatching this for the episode. You know, watching. God damn it, it Ali. Sorry. <laughs> uh, rewatching this for uh, the episode we're recording today, and it, it just it just dawned upon me so much. I'm like, man, if they were to remake this right now, which they shouldn't, but I was just like, I could totally see Paul Rudd being Due date. Steve Martin. Due date is supposed to be a oh, spiritual yeah. remake. Yeah, but, but having, what is? And it Sorry. doesn't come close. Due, Due date, date with is Robert Downey Jr. Jr. and Zach Galifianakis. Wow. What? That was like stereo. You that was the hardest the thing person. to do. <laughs> uh, do you know who I thought? Instantly would make a decent uh, replacement for John Candy. Uh, Jason Siegel. Yes. Jason how did Siegel you, and Paul Rudd. How did you know that? Because I thought the same thing. We share buttholes. <laughs> what? No, no, that's not how that works. But it, we also but it is. share Have towels. you seen him? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Paul yeah, Rudd, so Jason Siegel. It's I love you, man. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> because I, could, it, I could see. I don't want it to happen, but yeah. and it doesn't have to be like a, but I would watch a movie like <laughs> this. That was that. Like due or, date, or you can have. But Jay- I hated that movie. Or, Not hated that too. movie. You can have Jason Bateman, your boy. Yeah, and then you can have uh, fucking Seth Rogen or some shit. Oh, I could, I could see that too. See? I could see it, and I would watch it. Well, I, I mean, I think that what I'm, I guess, in a backassers way, I'm saying it is kind of like you could see a lot of character archetypes were built a little bit off this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. it's kind of like this is like how the the buddy comedy should be, and like mm-hmm. you see a lot of imitators, but not a lot of duplicators. Yeah. So are we at Tom's favorite? Tom's uh, qualms. The uh, is it time for gripes? N- fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> gripes are There's for always vineyards. Time for gripes. <laughs> Gri- gripes are for vineyards. Oh vineyards my god, that was amazing. I really wow. love the vintage of this gripe. Uh, mm. This vintage gripe swirls that, the glass. That barrel taste, mm. um, which is whiskey. But before we get into this, there was a question I didn't answer, and I totally forgot. Is how much was thirty million today? Oh yes, sixty-seven million now. Oh, okay, still, so still relatively still, small. Yeah, still like what you would see for like a comedy movie nowadays. Yeah. Um, yeah. So qualms. Oh, that's hard. Uh, I'll go I, first. Yeah, go yes. I don't have any. Okay. No, um, no. My the, the qualms are not qualms. They're just they're discomfort. Netflix. Okay. They're they're quims. They're quims. They're <laughs> quims. They're they're discomforts. It's and it's I'm I'm reacting the way that they want me to react. Like the bathroom scene is the oh. ultimate for me. You've got a mess. You've got dirty socks in the sink. There's no clean You've towels. Got, I can't stand it when my towels are wet. When you step down and it's all wet, mm-hmm. it just drives me fucking insane. <laughs> and I want a fucking towel right fucking now. I Ooh. wondered if it was getting... I'm glad there you it did. Is. There it is. Jo- Josh, who hurt you? Who, who, who pissed on all your towels and left them on the ground? Have, have you ever lived that real situation? Yes. Okay, me too. And That's probably why I'm having. Yep, yep. You PTSD get flashbacks. Right you get flashbacks to how terrible it was when you don't have a clean towel. The I bathroom bet you is whoever a mess. Wrote that also lived through that. Oh, a hundred percent. They. It's probably the rental agreement woman. <laughs> uh, like life, so. life experience. But yeah, no. That, like I'm, I said, whoever I like I didn't know was John there Hughes. with you, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Full. Yeah. <laughs> So, so it was, I have no gripes. There's nothing that I would change about the movie. You just wanted to say that. I just wanted to say that, that this is... Or the that it's fucking, fucking Owen. Owen, when he kept going... 
Oh, no. Love, and the no, facial, but the, what the made me laugh was his facial expression. Oh, just he froze, would, kind of like that. So his mouth would be open, his nostrils would be flared, and he would make a pig noise like. <laughs> yeah, that's like, an ASMR for you guys. Fine. That's not, no, Tom, no. Some people. No, I'm talking about for listeners. Because I snore. So if I do that, maybe, uh, maybe I'll be better. Here, your oh, nostrils are all snoring all night. Like it, it sounded, it both sounded like it was helping and making it worse <laughs> at the same time. Like he did it just so perfectly. Even. It's just, it was upsetting. It was just upsetting to hear. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Right. So I had a piggyback. So the bathroom but... scene just made me just cringe. Yes. Just, ah, <laughs> ah. Kayla, anyway. any qualms of the movie? Kind, actually, yes. One, I don't like how it ended. It's personal baggage. It's not a real qualm. Oh, you don't like happy families? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate it when really families good. are together yeah. for the holidays. It yeah. makes me so upset. Yeah. Uh, Where, where's Macaulay Culkin? Where's yeah. Kevin? Yeah. Like, he's it was never a Lawrence brother. <laughs> but I guess I'm I just want. father. <laughs> I, I wanted more for Dell. Um, mm. And I was happy that he kind of got this. You know, he got. He to, has a home now. He has a home. He has, has a, a family. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess I just wanted a little bit more for Dell than what I got, and that's just me personally. I still think that it wrapped it nicely in a little bow and everything, but it's not about wanting. more. Did you want Steve Martin to be like, and here's my wife's sister? <laughs> no, it's, not uh, at all. But hold on, it's not about wanting more. It's about being thankful for what you have. Uh, Boom. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy holidays. Like when they kept saying that, Patrick was like, shut up, stop. I just thought of Don't Be a Menace. <laughs> when he goes in, he goes, theme. <laughs> the mailman uh, comes in and goes, Ding. theme. Yeah, I mean, that's basically the whole point of it. And I know, and like I said, it's not a real qualm. It's just personal baggage. I just wanted more for Dell. That's that's basically it. Aww. I wanted him to be, yeah. I wanted him to have a happier ending than okay. that. Yeah. Uh, Corey, any qualms? Corpal? Let me guess. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Tom? honestly, like, my, my uh, honest opinion is you have two of, like Josh said, the comedy kings and one of the greatest film writers of that era, um, you, it's really hard to miss. It's 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 essentially a slam dunk with a forty foot hoop. Yeah, <laughs> with, yeah. A, with a ping pong ball. I'm yeah. so happy for that visual. Uh, so Ollie, uh, and the music, everything's there. Ollie, Ollie, smocks and free. Let me guess. Uh, there was not enough theme. Uh, you would like it to crescendo. I would, liked, I would like the music to swell at the right moment. You know, like a little tum to tum. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, for me, it's it's hard to separate. It, it can't. Well, I'll put it this way: it can be challenging at times for me to separate, like, the fact that it was just like a product of its time. And to me, the thing that kept sticking out to me was the music. But it's like, yeah, okay, it was the '80s. That's like what it was. You mean like the Beverly Hills you, Cop kind of music, but also yeah. kind of like the Golden Child music, but also kind of like yeah. the, I was the, literally it was a cutting edge music, the Ghostbusters yeah. kind of music, but also kind of like. The, so that was a little overbearing at, at a couple points. Um, well, it was more used in like post-reaction because mm-hmm. any more music is used to kind of build up to an action. Also like transitionary kind of yeah. scenes or whatever. But, um, but the only thing that away. I just from like, and maybe you guys can can help me through this is we like, got you. I felt like, you know, he, he, 
you know, I want to, we were watching his character develop. I'm talking about, uh, Neil, mm-hmm. uh, through Steve Martin's character, Steve Martin's yeah. character. Um, it's Neil, right? Yes. Yeah. Through the yeah, course Neil Page. of, uh, Neil Page. Thank you. Uh, through the course of the film. And, um, we, I feel like we don't like, we saw his progress towards John Candy's character, but we didn't see him affecting the world. So like him going up to as, as amazing as that scene was, him dealing with the rental car lady, I feel like was a good opportunity for him to show some of that development. Oh, Maybe but he like, hadn't developed by that point. Well, wasn't that at like all. towards? No, no, I guess that was. That's he, his. He, that's the height of his. And and if you remember, that's all karma. It's yeah. like that whole ten minutes and after that is karma leading up to this moment. I don't think he learns a thing until. Um, He's After they've towed the car, essentially. Well, I felt mm-hmm. like it was like when he invites Candy or he into invites ho- Del Griffin the into the hotel. Yeah. When he's about 100%. to freeze the fucking okay. death. Because I, I would, I, I get what you're talking about of like there, he doesn't affect the people around him because he does do a lot of things for himself. But the thing yeah. is, the one person that's actually trying to help him, like out of the goodness of their heart, not because of a, a vendor or of a merchant, mm-hmm. like yeah. he does then turn the table and be like, I'm going to help you. And it's it's more of the sense of like what he does when he has all the faculties to not help him, mm-hmm. because the other people are all not they're all not really obstacles. They're more just hindrances between him and point B. But he sees John Candy as an obstacle when John Candy is actually helping him. And like yeah. when he finally is on the way home, he has all the whereabout to be selfish, to be the way he was in the beginning of the movie. But he doesn't. Yeah. Then he does. Then he goes back. And All that growth stuff. happens right mm-hmm, at the end, mm-hmm. basically. It's okay. kind of like at the end of a Saw movie. When <laughs> Not you see quite it. right at the end, but <laughs> right closer to it. Um, and then my only other gripe was um, which qualm. Thing, or yeah, whatever. Half <laughs> the time I gripe. Am, half the time I do do it by accident. By the way, you do do. I, I, I do, do do by purpose all the time. T. Uh, <laughs> you don't have a choice about do doing, Tom. It's all bodily functions. Anyway, continue, Ali. It was the sort of uh, hyper realistic parts of the of it that I didn't love like the steering wheel bending his high-pitched voice like I was like okay I get it you're doing it for comedy but like that was the one thing where I was like I'm not fully on board with that it's gonna work for some people and it's not yeah. for others for yeah. sure yeah. I I am of the loving it mm-hmm. yep you rather have a glowing sword that glows and, I, and I wonder if I would have had a different opinion if I had seen it like in the 90s probably yeah I mean like you said there are things that are products there's little bits of it that are you can't help it when you make a film part of it is a time capsule right and that's just unavoidable unfortunately it's like it's like Ralph and Ninja Turtles being kicked in the nuts it's like yeah you have have a shell that's like when I was a kid that was hysterical and I loved it and it worked yeah or him being in a trench coat and people believing he's human exactly yeah (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, 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 I know, I understand. But, I mean, have you, seen the, have you seen the people right. in New York? <laughs> uh, yeah, oh. I lived there for three years. Everybody eating pizza and yeah, the they one? all have. They all look like that. They all have the green one? bulky exactly. calves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, and webbed feet. Yes, my qualms is I have none. Yeah, I think I, okay. So I I thought about it, and you know, I did one of the things. I think our cardinal principle is not to try to trash a movie if we don't have to. And I was really looking for things that I could like try to take away from it. And in doing so, I watched a bunch of John Hughes movies actually. So I watched uh, Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles. Yeah, and then watched this, and I was like, this is way better than both of those movies. Sad, yeah, interesting. I 
Get out of here. Sorry to. No, no, I was no, just no. going to say, sadly, one of my nicknames in high school was Ducky. Go on. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> it wasn't I, delicious, Josh. Ducky for life, dude. Ducky. Breakfast Club is one of my favorite comedies um, of all time. And I think it's I think it's better than this. So that's interesting that you said that. Because cool. you hadn't seen this one. Because I hadn't seen this I'm one. That's, that's that what one. I mean. No, but that's exactly true. Because I saw Breakfast Club way back when. Yeah. Uh, and then several, several times since. Yeah. But this was the first time me seeing yeah. Planes, Trains. So that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Cool. I mean, they, 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 again, this, this is one of those sometimes. Peeling back we, the layers. Yeah, well, we're it's probably culturing you. It's probably because Breakfast Club has this, you know, Battle of Helm's Deep, and he, like, watches it, and he, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that made him just like I it remember more. that. Okay. Um, no, I mean, it. It going back to what we've said ad nauseum, I mean, some movies just are time capsules. And if you didn't see them at that time, sometimes it's. It's hard to It's jarring adjust. in a sense. Yeah. Um, especially yeah. when you're so used to what modern entertainment is now that it's, yeah, anyway. Everyone has varying perspectives. Yeah. Which is why we always talk about how all nerds are welcome because mm-hmm. all of us are coming in with different angles of Caitlin, bring media. it full circle. That's true, though. But like me, no, I know. me loving Just Breakfast Club more good. is probably why I love Kevin Smith movies more because mm. it's about a couple guys well, in a room Well, because you can talking. see inspiration of Kevin Smith movies. From you can. John 80s. Hughes. Oh, yeah. John 100%. Hughes movies. Yeah. John Hughes set the trend for a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we rate. Now we time to rate. Uh, I'll go so, first. We yeah. time to rate. Who had points on who? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, true, true, true. The, it's you. It's I you think two. Caitlin had three. Caitlin had three, then Ollie had two, oh. and then oh, the rest okay. of us had none. Yeah. I'm so, so excited for So this. you three first. Uh, Corey and Josh, let's hear your fives. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, go ahead. Um, well, actually... It's a five. <laughs> oh, I'm so shocked by this. Wouldn't change a thing. Uh, Corpam? M- mine is a four. It's a five. <laughs> it's 100% yeah, I, a five. I was going to say. Um, I don't give them out a lot, but there it is. You know what? It's funny. I really don't want to, but I'm going to give it a five. Yeah. It's like, it it's, the reason why I don't want to give it to it, because it's like, it's like, you know, it's weird. It just it just feels in this weird place of like it's not. Like a, it doesn't sound like a Godfather. It doesn't sound heady. It doesn't sound heady like the Susan Canes or blah blah blah, right? But there's seriously nothing wrong with this movie for me. There's yeah, like that's there's nothing you I can encapsulated what I thought exactly. Continue, sorry. There's like there's just nothing bad from it. I'm like I could put this on at any time of the day and just feel good or feel yeah. any way I want I'll to. Watch feel. it anytime. Yeah, it's like it's, it's I can watch it for it's for it's what for breakfast. I will always watch it if it's on TV or if it's like someone's playing it at someone's house. But um, what if Breakfast Club is playing at the same time? Then we're changing to that oh. because I give this movie not in my house. Drum roll, please. Wow. Higher than you thought. Caitlin's lower than I thought. Lower than I thought. Lower than I thought. Caitlin's yeah. knees locked so hard it hit her in the face. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have a black eye tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh I can have a black eye here tomorrow. What so what <laughs> explain your four point three? Um so it's just not my favorite type of comedy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have anywhere near and this is gonna break Corey's heart, but I don't think I had a single not laugh out loud moment. Oh. But it was just I funny was to watch happen. And I enjoyed it. And I love Steve Martin. So the one thing I say is the parts that I did kind of chuckle or, or, or laugh loudly uh, in any shape was uh, anytime Steve Martin did like like a physical bit or like, Interesting. like because I'm a big kind of his. 
Yeah. So that's that's what pulled through for me. That was my kind of like positive baggage or whatever going into it, being like expecting good Steve Martin, um, which I Getting got it. very happy about that I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but just kind of like the other things of me not being familiar with like John Candy's work, even though he did an awesome performance, but it's just not my favorite type of comedy. I don't know. John, sure. John Candy's are my favorite parts. Yeah. Like, he, like it's funny because you guys are all saying like how everything he does is so cringy or blah, blah, blah. I'm just kind of like. I haven't said that. We, Okay, because because there was a and, and I, I didn't I really mention be, this and, and generalized. I didn't mention this in my qualms, but it's like I have a limit of what I can believe in these like everything's going wrong. Your movies. suspension of disbelief of, only goes so far. Well, it's like him overly doing the sinus thing, and then like yeah. the bathroom being all done with like all the towels are gone, and that just one is the stacking of it to me, like but is what kind of pulls it down a little bit. The towards. argument. I guess I would have to that. And I think what helps me with that mm-hmm. is that none of it is as bad. We're seeing it all through Steve Martin's point of view. Yeah. So I feel like, at least when I watch it, like, again, this is just my my opinion, of it, is that everything we're seeing is exaggerated because it's how he's feeling it is. So that sound of him clearing the sinus might have just been like a little, like mm-hmm. a sniffle. But to Steve Martin, it's literally him going like... <sighs> I guess that... that- all that ASMR, At least in the, especially that scene. Yeah, I can see that being the case, but only not so because we've seen the hard reality and we've seen the exaggerated. So I feel like from True. a film film language standpoint, I didn't get that communicated to me. Hmm. For sure. But, Interesting. Yeah. So, Caitlin, let's hear your 4.7. Actually, mine's a 4.9. Oh, oh okay. Oh. All right. Fair um, enough. And, and I... Ah. I had the same thing, actually, Ali, where I didn't really have any laugh out loud moments. There weren't any times where I was like, "Waha, this is so funny. Teehee. Uh, but. Teehee. Waha, teehee. I laugh because that's how I laugh. I'm sorry, buddy. Shout out to all those who laugh like that. But I liked the story. I liked the story. I liked the story. Um, it, it, I wasn't in it as much for the comedy. I was more in it for the progression of basically watching Scrooge How's become a home? nice person, mm-hmm. like, and and having that personality soften over time and seeing outside of their own perspective. I liked that. So the the personal baggage of wanting more for Dell is kind of where I take off for that because what I personally wanted from this movie didn't come to full fruition. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so that's, that's where I like you take wanted off your point one. Bit. You would have wanted my point one. I would have wanted a, a teeny bit more for, for Dell or Neil's family to be dead. Um, no. So they can yeah. be with each other. So you, but so you, you were, sold, you were sold on, you were sold on the Neil story of going from like, I'm a businessman and everything has to be right. And I don't care about anyone else to, I'm not wearing hockey pants. God, God, and, I knew I should have known. A little bit? No, you did got it. Bit? You got okay. it all the way. I just was upset. Because you did. Are we still talking uh, about the same thing? I was just going to say, going to caring for others, and you bought that whole. Yeah, I, I bought that cool. aspect, and actually, I've when you because he is a businessman who travels a lot, so there are some times where things just stack, and you're so yeah. done that you are an asshole in dealing with the situation, and then it makes things far worse. So to me, the whole like stacking of events was actually somewhat believable. Because all the miles he's put in where everything's gone right, this is all unbelievable This to is him. all of them just going wrong all the way. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've seen not to this degree. Well, I guess it's not that it's not believable. It's that it's not my flavor of comedy. That makes like, oh, that's you know, not, no, no. That's okay. not the hilarious things to me. About okay. It. Gotcha. So okay. that's where yeah. it's like, okay, well, if that's supposed to be the hilarious things, um, 
then I'm not, you know. I get you. Yeah. You have no soul. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> that's wow. Good. That's not, remember, wow. I didn't say that. I, I said that. Don't worry. Everyone remembers me as being the bad guy. It'll, it'll be okay. It's fair. Um, I was I just going to tell Caitlin. 3.5. <laughs> Caitlin, you realize that life is unfair, right? Oh, I know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hundo percent. Um, I'm aware. You I think feel I'm like here? we gushed. I think we did gush. Oh, we did yeah. gush. I feel like we gushed throughout the, the I entire. I could keep gushing on this film forever. Of course. Oh, there's a qualm. I never saw a turkey. <laughs> I'm oh kidding. Yes, God. you did. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Tom, you saw like the most perfect you? turkey. You did. She put like butter on it or some shit. Turkeys don't look that, like that. That's how that works. They just what? Put I don't know. <laughs> that, there's a qualm. There it is. Turkeys do not look like that. No, I'm just kidding. Give them into my house for Thanksgiving. Wow. Whoa. And he winked at me when he, he said did. that. That was a very seductive <laughs> wink. Thanksgiving my and chill. I, my wife and I were watching Family Guy the other night and Lois walks in and puts a frozen turkey on the counter and it makes this like, k-tunk. and Stewie just goes, yeah, that's what a turkey from a respectable family sounds like. <laughs> and I just couldn't stop laughing at it. <laughs> um, Thanksgiving and chill. Well, make it a thing. <laughs> Make it a thing yep. and chill. I feel complete. Yeah, I mm-hmm. feel complete. Tom, did you complete? I'm completing on Ollie after this. Oh, wow. All right. Oh, All right. I'm holes. complete with that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't pillows. I'm just saying. Uh, thank you, everyone, for our, a, a wonderful November. Yes. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you for being you. We're we're really appreciative. We of like our, you. We like you. We everybody that's listening. Um, that includes just people that just picked us up. We're like, oh, I wonder what this is. Thank you for listening. Thank you to our patrons for being along for this ride. Mm-hmm. This, this crazy, crazy ass, ride. awesome ride. We really appreciate you. The people that just are lurkers and they listen. Yeah. And if you guys want to talk to us and really want to get like kind of a dedicated line, you know, join Patreon, become part of the Discord chat. Like we love talking with you guys. Or just mm-hmm. message us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We're, we're everywhere that you want to talk to us. We'll mm-hmm. we'll go in depth in Discord. That's mm-hmm. where like the real long Deep conversations, conversations hap- happen. will happen. I send but, mushy letters. And- oh yeah, that happens yeah. as well. Yeah. I yeah. do. I do want to say this month of November, pictures of oatmeal. He means this yeah. month of November. <laughs> we got five Thursdays. So we oh, have yeah. five episodes. So you guys got your bonus episode. We're not doing. It. I'm kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much. If you want to, if you are new to Nerd On and you would like to know more information about us and where to find more of us, um, check out nerdon.tv. That has all the stuff. It has links to socials, YouTubes, Twitch. Gosh, linky links. Episodes. Linky links. You can check. What you always say. Uh, yeah, the linky links, the likey likes. You can check another stuff. podcast that mm-hmm. is part of the Nerd On family called Trope Time. Check yes. that out. It is the first Monday of every month, so it's coming mm-hmm. up. Something that I'm thankful for. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's trope time. Trope time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was like, like, oh, well, what was it, Tom? It's kind of the, the, the way that you ended that phrase was well, kind was of like, like oh, uh, listen to trope time. I was like, something that I'm Deeper guys, exploration of topics. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say that I no, am thankful for you all of you. Aww. Even though this comes out after Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> We can all be thankful well, for Well, Crimes things. of Grindelwald came out. And yeah, this is our real Thanksgiving. Well, this is, this is for yeah. everyone listening yeah. to this in 2019. Because this is the <laughs> only fair. Thanksgiving movie that's out there, really. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. There's, no. there's, yeah, right. um, well, let's see. That's next year, next year. Spo- okay. Spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, no spoilers. 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 Tune in to find out. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to think. Are you talking about the Peanuts Thanksgiving? No. 
The one that penis? I told you. Yes, the yep, penis he did. That's the one starring, Actually, starring I have a story me. about this. Oh there, I used to have a, a VHS of some, I don't remember what the movie was, but there was an ad for Peanuts, the, the cartoon. And they, I don't know who was behind, whoever made this commercial, but they put the kid with the lisp with the line that, I love Peanuts. <gasps> and... Oh, no. I, could, I used to think it was the funniest. I still think it's the funniest thing. Uh, <laughs> but I just that's burned into my brain now. So if someone can find that commercial and send it to us, I'll, I'll love you forever. <laughs> so well. happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, on all that gratitude, <laughs> now all that can, love. Now you can start playing Christmas music or holiday music. Mm-hmm. Now, now you're allowed you to. Now you're allowed to. Yeah. As always. Nerd on. Ending broadcast.